And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. To end 2021, we're talking to each of the North American Soccer Vertical's eight full-time staff writers about their favorite story of the year. Today, Steph Young discusses her story about what pride and progress has meant for LGBTQ players on the U.S. women's national team. I'm Alex Abnos, and this is Soccer Every Day for Monday, December 20th. But first, your TV guide for today. It's really relatively quiet. In Spain, you have Levante versus Valencia at 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN+. And at 9 p.m., it's the second leg of the Liga MX Femenil final. Tigres is hosting Monterrey. That's at 9 p.m. on TUDN. Okay, we're having everybody on to talk about their favorite stories of the year. And when I say everybody, I mean all of the U.S. soccer writers anyway. And here we have Steph Young. Steph, you chose a story that you did back in September, or at least it was out back in September. I know you were working on this for for a few months. Uh, The headline, From the Closet to the Spotlight, What Progress Has Meant for LGBTQ Athletes in Women's Soccer. Steph, can you remind me or tell our listeners sort of why why you pursued this story? What's the origin story? and, uh, And what made you decide to do a story about this? Well... (laughs) <laughs> revealing the origin of it is is going to tell on myself a little bit because this was supposed to be a piece for Pride Month in the summer. And <laughs> That's right. just forgot about the, the length of it and the amount of um, interviews that I did and the other work that I had to do kind of pushed it a little bit later. But I'm, I'm really glad we got over the finish line and you and Brooks were pretty great. And, you know, I, I think we all agreed that you can't, you don't, need to just publish stuff about LGBTQ players during Pride Month. You can talk about them all year round. So, yeah, that's how it ended up coming about. Um, and and who did you talk to for this? Like, if, if somebody has never read this story before, how would you sort of sum it up? And what were you hoping to show uh, at, at the outset? Uh, I... The list of people I got to talk to for this, it kind of blew my mind even now, which was I talked to Brianna Scurry, I talked to Angela Hughes, um, Becca Moros, Allie Krieger, A.D. French, and Tierna Davidson. I kind of wanted to run the gamut from sort of the older 99 and before era up until the modern day. And it's, and it's kind of nuts that I was able to find players that basically cover that enti- entire time period with just like no gaps. But it yeah. also speaks to the fact that like queer players have always been here. Yeah. Uh, and, and is that sort of what you were hoping to show, just sort of like the, the diversity of their experiences through the years and and how things have changed? Um, or was there a more specific aim that you had? Yeah, I kind of wanted to just see what came about from talking to them from their perspectives. And I suspected that their perspectives would probably be influenced by 
you know, when they were born and what environments they had come from and what environments they had played in and just kind of the evolving shape of what it is to be queer in at least American society over the years. Um, Originally, it was supposed to kind of be almost an oral history where we would let the players talk more, but it evolved from that. And uh, I I like the way that it ended up. Yeah. Uh, What what surprised you as you were talking to all these players? Like, you know, journalists often go into stories with at least a thesis in mind. You know, I I feel feel like something is probably this way. So I'm going to talk to this person about about it and see if I'm right. Uh, Was there anything that surprised you? Were you or was did did everything pretty much drive with what you expected? Well, as it often does, that our expectations reveal more about ourselves than it does about, you know, the situation. And yeah. I honestly expected a lot of these players to be more cagey about it. Even though they agreed to talk to me in the first place, I think I went into it with some of my own leftover notions based on experience about, you know, how reticent they might be to talk about being gay or queer or lesbian, however they personally identified, you know, in in public. And they were all pretty open with me, you know, obviously it varied from person to person how open. But, you know, Brianna Scurry was like, yeah, in college, I would go to Northampton. It was like kind of a gay paradise. It was a couple hours away. And it was like going through a waterfall and entering this new gay world. And I was like, that's really cool that, (laughs) you know, and so so stuff that Maybe even five or 10 years ago, I think it's legitimate to say players really weren't into talking about this stuff openly. They had a lot of legitimate fears about their safety and their careers. And now they're just like, look at our wedding sponsored by People Magazine or whatever. (laughs) So This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. Yeah, things things have definitely changed quite a bit. Maybe not as much as it should, but it, it, but for the better uh, overall. Um, when you think back on this story, maybe a year from now or even more, or when you tell people that you did this story, what's sort of like the thing that you will go to or point out as like, I did the story about LGBTQ players in women's soccer and in it, X happens. And in it, I got to talk to Brianna Scurry and Angela Hukleys, who for me were like, those are my formative childhood players. Um, Brianna Scurry, obviously a 99er. I was a goalkeeper as well. So, you know, and she was really cool about it when I told her I had the same problem as you did because she's talked about how, you know, the media would make her seem really angry or or off-putting or, you know resting bee face or whatever, just because she was a goalkeeper and really intense. And I was like, I kind of had the same thing. And so when when the media framed you that way, but you were like not, you you know, you weren't ashamed of it. You were just like, I'm a goalkeeper and I'm an intense person or I'm intense on the field. It kind of reassured me. 
And then Angela Hughley, who was a Boston Breaker, like I saw her giant 30-foot-long poster at every Breakers game, you know, for for a couple of years. Yeah. So, yeah, very, very formative. Um, and it's still kind of bonkers. Like, we have, we have a weird job, Alex. We do. It's true. We have a, a weird, really cool, stressful, intense, wild job. And that's kind of what stuck with me doing this article. What sort of reaction did you get from it from from players or or people outside or readers or or whatever? I got some nice reactions where people were like, "Thank you for telling this story. It makes me feel seen. You know, it it gives me a better sense of the players as people. Um, it makes the space feel like it's more a place where I can be. You know, mm-hmm. as someone who is also queer, identifies as gay, or however. So those are always really nice to get. Well, Steph, thank you so much for doing the story. Thank you for uh, sticking with myself and my co-editor and and, and Brooks as we, you know, I, th- I think a, a large part of the delay <laughs> uh, from from Pride Month to to September was 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 down to us and everything going on and the busyness of the of the soccer calendar. But I really think it came out really really well, and I'm I'm happy you were able to do the story. Yeah, I love doing it. So here's to many more. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can get 33% off a year subscription by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thanks for listening, and happy soccer to you all. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.